to get spent grain Spend hours to feel no pain Welcome to our first show back in the state of beer. It's been a while. It's yeah, feels. I mean, it's a new year. It's just back in the saddle. A lot of opportunity, mm-hmm. and we're really excited to be here today. New studio. New studio. This, this is the first of 2016. This feels good, right? Awesome. I mean, of course, it's not. <laughs> We've been killing it in 2016. <laughs> well, my name is Chris Powers. I'm the co-owner of the Busy Bee Cafe, the state of beer, and Trophy Brewing Company. That's a lot. Yeah, wow. that's a lot. That's do you have why a business card with all that on there. No, I don't. Oh, you should. I actually do not it's have in the works. Yeah, it's <laughs> in the works. It's in progress. 2016 is our year it's for an business eight by cards. Eleven half sheet. We're really excited about it. Cool. And uh, I'm your guest host Ooh. for the evening. Yeah. Been here before. Oh, yeah, Laser Oliver Laser Catch uh, from Terrapin Beer Company. Uh, I control. I'm, I, I live in North Carolina. I do the Mid Atlantic. So you've you've heard me before. No introduction. Yeah. Right? No, no, no introduction either. <laughs> You've been warned. Internet famous. Yeah. <laughs> well, My, go ahead, Woody. <laughs> My name's Woody. I'm uh, also the co-owner of the Busy Bee, the State of Beer and Trophy Brewing. Excited to be back. Excited to be in this new studio. Woody, how does it, it looks feel? It's nice in here. It's really nice. It's too nice, man. It's, it's a big change. Um, but really excited. We have Mark Howdeshell. Whoa! The national sales manager from Bee Nectar with us today. In the building, my friends. State of need today. Mark's here from Detroit City. The Rock City, I believe, is what they call it. Is that true? That would be real. That is real. Super real. Well, well, Mark, let's talk about meat. I think you brought a little bit of meat for us to talk to. Talk about. Yeah, we got some stuff for sure. Okay. What's the first thing you guys want to sip on here? Let's get let's get down to business. Let's not bust. Uh, let's not waste time. There's, there's no point. There's no yeah. point. Yeah, yeah, let's let's just do it. down. Let's just get into it. Let's just drink some stuff. How about I'm Jones? I'm shaking. Good. Yeah, you know. For something. different reasons. Yeah. So we got something kind of cool here that uh, we got today. It's called apple pie. Ooh. Mm, yeah. Just it's, like mom used to make. Well, it's actually like a uh, Brad, our co-founder's uh, grandma, used to make, but close enough. Uh, so this one's a nice uh, stiff 14 uh, percent. You know, Ooh, a sipper. Mead. Oh, You're yeah. It's a sipper. We're going to sip this guy. So uh, this is apple pie. It's a still mead, and it's uh, made with honey, Ooh. Uh, a little bit of apples, and then some spices. Okay. Nice. Mm. Where's the uh, honey from? Oh, uh, the honey. This is from Michigan. Ooh. The great state of Michigan. Mitt. What do they call it? What, what's the, the motto for the state of Michigan? Uh, it's like the Ohio old... State beats them every year. <laughs> Come they, here in the summer. Is that well, actually the motto? They really need to workshop that. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't care. Uh, oh! <laughs> Michigan, the we don't care state. Just kidding. If you're listening, we love you, Michigan. People of Michigan. Well, actually, here you go, people of Michigan. It's going to be all right. Got something for you. Oh, <laughs> you gonna play something for Michigan? Yeah. It's for the people of Michigan. Oh, he's gonna play something for the people. Did the of state Michigan. of the, did they have a state song? 
Yeah. No, it's going to have to come up later. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, I was born in the 80s. Get out of here. <laughs> the 80s. Anyway, you're the best, Mitch, state of Michigan. Right on. So uh, we're back to the apple pie. So uh, this little guy right here is quite delicious. Mark wants so many tweets from Michigan focus. coming in right oh, now. Oh, yeah. We love Our it. Twitter feed is <laughs> up. It's alive. Up. It's, li- it's active. We love some Michigan. So, uh, yeah, we're right up, uh, you know, about 15 minutes uh, away from uh, Detroit. Okay. Right on Nine Mile. You know, you heard of Eminem before, right on Eight Mile. I love Eminem's. We're nowhere near Eminem's. Halloween. You know, they, they're, they melt in your mouth and not in your hands, so that's always good. It is. So True. this one's really nice, though. You know, you get that nice, uh, you get that nice honey sweetness, and Ooh, then you got delicious. the nice apples and the mm-mm-mm spices. But it's not overwhelming. It's a nice balance it's to not. those things. It's not. You know, it's, I think it's right around 98, 98 on rate beer right now. So uh, we're, we're looking for this batch that's uh, been freshened up by our own co-founder, Paul Zimmerman. I think it's going to be coming in nicely that's a little higher. Awesome. Mm. What, what is it on uh, rate mead? Rate mead? It's on Ooh. outstanding. Yeah. Uh, I call rate mead. A trademark on that. <laughs> Too late. No. I, just, I just bought it. All right. Take oh. that, GoDaddy. Crushing <laughs> it, GoDaddy. You are good at GoDaddy. <laughs> That's what we do. He owns a few domains. Yes, That's he right. does. Oh, I like some really domain. Good. You want to pay me? Domain. I like some domain. This is pretty good. Yeah, man. This is really good. I could Delicious. see myself sipping this, you know, on a by a warm fire. Absolutely. A hot fire, even. The fire. A, like a roasty fire. fire. A medium a fire uh, temperature yeah. fire. Yeah, man. So you can find this little guy right here at all your uh, your Total Wines, pretty much, sure. And then uh, any of these, like, independent bottle shops. Like where? Like State of Beer, I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where's yeah, that? I don't know. I mean, State of Beer. Say it again. State of Beer in Raleigh. Shameless blood. Uh, and then some of these other like really cool spots around uh, the area. So. That's true, like Tasty and yeah. Tasty ha- carries the meat. I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think it's really neat to see that meat sort of coming out. It's like the next extension of education as far as like people that are into craft, you know, small batch stuff. We we actually Woody and I got turned on to Bee Nectar a few years ago when um, um, Brad Brad came, Brad down. came down. Yeah, we Brad actually had Curry. a dinner with him mm-hmm. at the Bee. It was our very first dinner, and it was crazy. Some people are crazy about meat. Yep. It's true. Got a yeah. lot of meat fans out there. There's a lot of uh, new meat fans in the in the area, and uh, you know our thing with uh, being one of the largest meaderies in the world, if not the largest right now, is really? uh, like truly going out there and educating the staff of every bar and any place that has our stuff in stock, so that way they know how to talk about it, you know, kind of intelligently. That's awesome. Unlike unlike me, you know, I'm not very intelligent <laughs> at all. I just like to drink and uh, talk about it. So uh, I'm wait, new to the mead game, so I'm yeah, excited to learn. The mead, the mead game is pretty strong these days, and it's just getting stronger. It's actually one of the smaller segments out there that's actually growing very fast. Uh, you know, but as I always say, nothing on nothing's nothing. But it's we're going to make it something. So uh, you know, one day at a time. There's a song in that. It could be something out of nothing. We're making something out of nothing. Something is that, out. Is that the state of Michigan song? It is the motto. <laughs> Any listeners out there who are from the state of Michigan, go ahead and hit us up on the state of beer. And oh, see, we're also on Twitter, Facebook, uh, and also on this new thing. It's called Instagram. It's photos, commentary. It's a lot of good stuff. It's what we do. It's what we do. Yeah. Socially communicate. Right on. Well, so. listen. As we're rolling through, oh, wait, let's talk about the next mead we're tasting real Ooh, quick. Yeah. All right. So uh, this, this little guy is called Dwarf Invasion, and Dwarf Invasion is pretty rad. This one uh, is one of our, our meads that we just really tightened up this year, and uh, this one's going to be Wildflower Honey. It's like one of our most pristine batches we've seen in a while for Michigan, 
Uh, we have Balaton oh. Cherries from Traverse City. Man. And then it comes back with a Styrian Golden Hop on the back end. Ooh. It's just a little bit of floral and a little bit of herbal. Whoa, so, you get all of that. That yeah. is incredible. That's very good. Yeah, it's a nice 6%. This is actually a Lambic-inspired mead. Yeah, this, mm. tastes, this to me tastes like an Oud Bristle Creek or something like that. Something yeah. really special, man. Right, but it's it's still open enough where a lot of like the intermediate and beginner mead drinkers can really get into it and try it. It's not going to be uh, too much. Boom. Me. Okay. I love it. There you go. So there's Oliver's stamp of approval. <laughs> you know that Oliver's nickname in high school was Dwarf Invasion? <laughs> I, am, I am 6'3 to all those people in Michigan. So. Are you saying people in Michigan are small? <laughs> dwarf Invasion sounds like uh, like Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. That was Dwarf, dwarf Invasion. invasion. Right? I don't know. I mean, okay, those are Oompa Loompas. They're way that friendlier. A, that was a bad attempt at a I joke. I would say maybe Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, that's Hobbit. Oh, we've been waiting on that one. <laughs> Set up. Yeah. <laughs> So this is Dwarf Invasion, and you, would you recommend this uh, mead being served cold? Yes. What temperature? Uh, you know, anywhere from 40 to 50 degrees. Okay. You know? And as it gets warmer, it's going to open up, almost like how a lot of these bigger stouts do. Mm-hmm. You know, when you drink them cold, they're more of like the, uh, the sharper notes come out. But as it warms up, it's going to transform a lot. Um, pretty sure I just did one of the first ever uh, vertical mead events. Uh, I actually did it yeah. uh, last week, actually, in Orlando at a place called the Cloak and Blaster place is rad whoa it's, it's, a, it's a nerd's dream uh <laughs> cloak and blaster that cloak awesome. and blaster that's incredible that so incredible. in eastern orlando out there by ucf actually you know shout out we did a 2015 2016 dwarf invasion uh, vertical with uh with three other supporting taps in it that's rock. incredible people loved it Dude, very cool it sounds like were, were they playing the that band harry and the potters the Harry Potter theme band? No, but they did have a full-size R2-D2 that actually would like oh roll around in the, the place and talk to kids and uh, play games and stuff. I have, I'm going to need to uh, get get, it, get this on my radar. I had bartended I off. a Harry and the Potters show before. Do you really? I did not make much money. So, no. <laughs> what, did your parole officer show up and promptly ask you to leave? Uh, oh, good my. One. Good one. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> anyway, so the dwarf invasion. This is uh, great. It, it, this uh, you know it comes about um, from the way of the song uh, dwarf invasion from Reggie in the full effect. Uh, that's something that that Brad really was into. Other guys are in a lot of punk rock and a lot of uh, metal. Most of our makers actually are either in punk rock or metal bands, and uh, that's cool. They're all into like uh, you know playing Pokemon and all these weird things that yeah. they like to do. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets us in that whole that whole geek nerd yeah. network, and it kind of works out. Well, I think it's really cool that you guys sort of bridge the gap between like a very, very old beverage and also sort of this new um, revisiting of like taste and prof- like, you know palate, that sort of thing. Because this is not like, this isn't what you think of like your old man's mead, you know, like your dad would make in a garbage <laughs> bag somewhere. This is like awesome stuff. Like right. Ballatin cherries, which is the traditional cherry used in creeks, mm-hmm. you know, I mean... Using steering golden hops, this is really awesome. Yeah, dogfish of meat is how I've heard you guys refer to. You know, like doing using ah. crazy ingredients and doing it well. That's something you guys are great at. Well, that's funny you say that because actually, uh, you know, Brad is a really huge fan of dogfish head and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam, he read his books, and uh, he actually like wanted to make our business wrap around that idealism that mm-hmm. he had. Uh, so, Brad will tell you straight up, like the the the, the way he's opened his business and ran his business, actually, Dogfish Head. That's really wow, weird. that's great. That. So, there's that. They've, Boom! They've had some success. Off Center Dale. I don't know. I mean, somewhere in like uh, <laughs> them. Delaware yeah. or something. Uh, Delaware. 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 Delaware.
Shout out to Dogfish Head and my buddy Matt Troutman, by the way. <laughs> Take, that, Trout, Take that, Troutman. Take that, Troutman. Well, let's well let's talk a little bit about beer trends. We've been talking a little bit about the uh, the the meads right now, but let's talk a little bit about what, what's happening in beer. This is something that we talk about quite a bit because there are so many new things coming out, like uh, you know braggots, um, things that are collaborations, and things that are coming out of some of those um, strange styles coming from a certain region. We want to talk a little bit about cloudy IPAs now. This is our beer trend for the week. Beer trend. Cloudy IPAs and main style IPAs. Woody, you've had a couple main IPAs, and how would you decide, describe a main IPA as, co- as compared to your traditional IPA? Uh, almost, like a, almost like drinking juice. These are crazy big, mm-hmm. unfiltered, obviously. Um, just juicy, hoppy. Uh, hop bombs, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some brewers get a little upset. They feel like it's cheating a little bit, um, putting something that hazy out. And Heady Topper, they recommend that they tell you to drink it out of the can, which is basically so you don't see, so, so the beer you know, doesn't appear to, to you that way. Um, but they're some of the top-rated beers in the world right now, and they're the beers that people are going crazy for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have sort of mixed emotions. They're not, you know, not a traditional thing to do, but they're... A lot of them are pretty delicious. So, what do you guys think? I think it's crazy. Like, let me let me let me ring in here. Sure, let me share right. my opinion. With right. you. Ding ding ding. Yeah. So, when we were just up in the uh, Northeast, we were up at a couple different places um, visiting breweries and tasting beers from our friends, like the folks from Trillium. We tasted a ton of beers from our friends at Night Shift. Uh, a really famous one is um, Treehouse, oh, and yeah. those are all those traditionals or traditional those style of IPAs that people refer to as main IPAs. What he said, like what he said, you know, fruity, floral, uh, cloudy, um, just completely different than the West Coast IPA. And I think that's the new style and IPAs coming out of the, the Northeast. I'm not sure if we'll ever get to the point where we actually have a style. You know, like it won't ever be as big as a West Coast IPA no. as like a general style. Sure. But what what are your thoughts on that, Oliver? Coming from the Southeast. Well, think can the West Coast IPA not be cloudy? Is that traditionally just not how it goes? Is it just a filtration thing? No, no. Okay, it, it's part of it. Okay, you know, it's part of it because they, you know, the the rationale behind that is that they're retaining all those hop and particulates sure. to add to the hop character. I've always I've always loved cloudy IPAs, and it's kind of what I've grew up on mm-hmm. as well. When I learned about IPAs, um, I do know there's there's efficiency things for breweries that don't mm-hmm. make you know I I work for a brewery that has pretty clear IPAs and. We, um, you know, it's a lot of filtration. Uh, Terrapin Beer Company out of Athens, Georgia. Oh, nice. I've heard of those dudes. (laughs) Turtles. Terrapins. Oh, yeah, Terrapins. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Half shell. (laughs) But yeah, I've always, I love that chewy, almost kind of resiny IPA. It was always one of my favorites. So so I kind of grew up on beforehand. That's cool. I, I like the fact that it's innovative. I mean, this innovation coming out of there. You know, somebody's saying, "Hey, listen, let's keep some of those let's keep some of those particles in there. Let's see how much hops it adds to it." And there's even people doing stuff like dropping the temperature in their mash tun in order to achieve higher concentrations of hop uh, on the nose. Cool, which is pretty cool, pretty crazy. I like to see more of that. A lot of experimentation I, going on with hops, which you know, I'm not not faulting anyone for that. That's a lot of fun. A lot of fun to try all these new things. Sure. So, well, mm-hmm. well, you guys owning Trophy, what's your take on it? Are you producing any cloudy ipas we we have some in the works okay. um i think josh is working on some with the uh the small little baby trophy um sure but no, we, we haven't produced a large batch of anything okay. yet i think double death is probably the 
the closest sure. Imperial IPA that has those flavors going on, but it's not a not a big hazy, uh, okay. crazy, unfiltered beer. Although it is not filtered, it's just crashed. Probably. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think you, uh, if you guys are ever traveling in the uh, the Northeast, you should do yourself a favor and grab some Maine IPA, Maine style IPA. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Well, listen, what we got Mark Rudishell in the room. Let's ask him some questions. Let's get down to know him a little bit. Uh oh. Yeah. See those questions we gave you earlier? Tear them up. We have the real questions over <laughs> here. Rip here them we, up. Here we throw go. them out. We're going to get to know you. There it is. Shit's tore up. He's done it. So tell us a little bit about Bee Nectar. Uh, you mentioned a little bit about the location and stuff, but tell us a little bit about Bee Nectar and uh, what you do there. All right. Well, uh, Bee Nectar uh, is a cool little company out of Ferndale, Michigan. Hashtag. Hashtag where's bee nectar? Mm-hmm. Always use that. Okay, um, you know it started out uh, pretty much a, a really cool story that uh, you know everything up there was driven by automotive and all that. And uh, Brad, the uh, co-founder, was actually in the dot com business, so he did a lot of uh, mm-hmm. a lot of building sites and, and building apps and stuff like that to help uh, smaller trucking companies get online with uh, moving around automobile parts and stuff oh, to cool. get their get their wages in. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, when that whole market crashed. Um, he lost his job. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately for him, since '98, he's been a home brewer. Uh, really into that. And was uh, he a, just a mazer, or did he like brew beer too? No, he brewed beer, man. Actually, okay. his thing was beer until uh, you know he read Charlie Papazian's book about that must, mystical mead that he made, and that really like, opened his eyes and made him want to kind of like you know, hey, I'm gonna make a mead. Yeah, and that's he, right. he told me the other day. Actually, we were talking about this uh, driving around in Florida, um, and we were like. He's like, yeah, man, the first batch I made of mead was just terrible. It's like I had to dump it out. It wasn't anything. It was gross. Mm-hmm. But uh, being being what Brad is, Brad's like really hardcore on everything having to be perfect. He's just really driven in that force of making something right. Uh, he kept going back to the books and making it and making it. He hopped on a lot of uh, a lot of blogs. A lot of blogs are out there for making mead, and that community is pretty tight. You know, real small, close knit community where they all like talk to each other and work. So mm-hmm. kept on making batches until it worked. And, uh, you know, Brad and Carrie getting married, so he made a special batch uh, for him and his friends and for the, you know, the dinner. Everybody was sitting around drinking and saying, damn, this stuff's really good. You know, maybe you should make a meadery one day. And he's like, yeah, whatever. You know, I, I make sure, plenty man. of money, dot yeah. com. You know, I'm a, I'm a programmer. I don't need this money. Like, whatever. This is just a, it's a hobby for me. Uh, and then a few, uh, I guess, not too long after that, Carrie had lost her job, and she mm-hmm. was always doing uh, a lot of... Uh, uh, graphic design and stuff like that. So she's the one that actually makes all of her labels. Okay. All the stories, nice. everything behind it. And uh, basically that, that leaves the guys, uh, Paul and Brad, to uh, work on actually all these liquids and uh, making something that happens around these uh, pop culture uh, kind of labels. So if you've seen our stuff, it's pretty cool. Um, so, uh, you know, Carrie actually was a driving force for starting Bee Nectar. Oh, uh, nice. Carrie Dahlhofer is... Uh, She's a goddess of mead, I do believe. <laughs> I think that's on her business card. She, if it's not, I'm going to change it tomorrow. Right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to write in and have it changed. Uh, but yeah, she's a, she's a badass. Um, I, she's the one woman I can actually honestly say that she's as badass as my mom. Oh, wow. um, they're both very, very uh, strong and driven. And uh, when they want something done, they do it right. So uh, Carrie uh, actually told Brad, no, we're not going to move out to you know, Silicon Valley. You're not going to take a job with Google or whatever. You're actually going to start being nectar. So wow. uh, they started right then and there. It was in this little teeny tiny basement in Ferndale, Michigan, where, where Brad and Carrie still live today. 
they were making it there until they couldn't make it anymore in that area. Then they went ahead and got a little spot in, uh, in Ferndale. Okay. Uh, worked there for a while. They started out opening up uh, on the weekends. They actually opened up on Mead Day, which is kind of cool. Nice. What's Mead Day? Uh, what, what's the date? It's uh, August. It's in August. Okay. <laughs> we'll go with I'm, that. I'm going to look it up online. <laughs> I'm down with partying on Mead Day. You got me on that. Uh, yeah, you know, it's August. So basically, like our summer Mead Fest is wrapped around our anniversary. And uh, that's that's when we actually opened up Bean Nectar. Uh, they started out uh, actually there. They had opened up the garage door where mm-hmm. they actually made it. It was an itty-bitty space. People would come in and start drinking it. And it became a thing where they wanted more and more. So uh, they kept on building the company bigger and bigger. Uh, and uh, I met Brad in 2011 at actually World Beer Festival in Raleigh. Oh, wow. Uh, through a friend of mine in Northwest Ohio that told me about these guys. Like, hey, you know, just, there's this meadery that makes like really killer ciders and meads. You got to try their stuff. It's called Bee Nectar. So it was in the back of my head. I'm like, whatever, dude. I work in craft beer. I'm not even worried about this stuff. Mead, mead, schmead, mm-hmm. snab, sneed, whatever. And I went about my business. So uh, I'm, I'm there walking my kegs and stuff through, and I see this banner saying uh, Detroit's premier meadery. B so nectar cool. and i'm like who's this guy behind the table so i went over there and i had to talk shit i was like hey why are you in a beer festival you know of mead he's like man there's a lot of people that make bad meat out there i get that but that's not me so we actually in 15 minutes later uh he came over brought some samples and i i, I was changed ever since he had you com- he had you converted he converted me immediately Golly. so uh with the zombie killer with the necromangocon uh the golfers the black fang i was just like dude's rug yeah dude's, oh, dude's rug's a little newer you know mm. but uh i was just like blown away that the stuff was that good i was like there's no way this is real um so uh after that hung out a few times we drank some beers over at uh world of beer and yard house and I was like, man, you know, I live right on the street. If you don't want to stay in a hotel, you can crash my house anytime. Mm-hmm. So it became a thing where he'd bring mead and uh, I would drink his mead. He would drink beer from, uh, you know, the company I won't mention yeah. that I used to work for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he was like, this is great. So he'd always crash in my house. So it's pretty cool, man. So we became buddies back in 2011. And uh, all these years later, I, I work for him. That's now. cool. So I'm, uh, I'm pretty, uh, pretty happy to be with these guys. That's really, awesome. really tiny company with a lot of big ideals. Seems so. like a great company. I mean, they're always coming out with new stuff for sure. Seems like innovation yeah. is never even a question. I mean, between the new yeah, things you're seeing roll through there, I mean, between the collaborations that you guys are doing, it's it's crazy. So you mentioned that you uh, you did work in craft beer beforehand, and we we knew you from from then. Um, but are there any major differences you've noticed so far between the, the craft mead and the craft? Uh, <laughs> So that's that's funny you say you ask that question because that's been a, a big thing that you know as I've I've went through this transformation uh, I've I've talked about this a lot to a lot of the accounts that I've dealt with in the past and you know it's like wow this is a whole different game I'm just learning the difference like we don't brew mead we make mead so there's no brew kettle in our facility even though we got sixty five tanks. Mm-hmm. And we just added six 60-barrel tanks online just, wow. just not long ago. We actually just doubled our, our capacity. Uh, we, don't, we don't brew it. We make it. So it's a big mix tank. You know, It's basically honey, water, yeast, and then whatever else we want to toss in there to make it what it is. So it's Elves, dwarves. Elves, dwarves, dwarf invasions. <laughs> you know, uh, who knows? But the thing is, it's, just a, it's a different game. Um, you know, a lot of the bigger breweries actually, and when I say bigger breweries, I mean more of like not so much in size, but like in stature, people mm-hmm. that are really respected out there. I would just say like, uh, you know, a few guys out there like Cigar City and uh, Three Floyds. Oh, for sure. Guys. They're all good friends of Brad and the guys. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be doing like uh, a lot of collaborations this year. Looking at about, I think, 14 or 15 of the books. Wow, uh, that's crazy. So when they come down the road, you guys will be pretty surprised. But uh, it's just, it's different that 
you know, I worked my butt off for years in this other brewery, and we got down to a pretty good number in size for the independent craft breweries in the country. And I get a lot more recognition when I walk in the room with a T-shirt on than I ever did busting my ass for years pushing the brand up the, up the ladder. Uh, we're just instantly recognized, and people like really expect what Brad and Paul are, are putting out. So uh, I said it, it's it just blows me away when I walk in there and I got the guys from cigar city and uh, you know, the brewery and Avery and Crickus Dave, you know, those guys are all just chilling at my booth the whole time. Like, Hey man, I want the collaboration first. No, no, no. And they're like pushing each other all over the place, you know, at the Bell's Invitational. That's awesome. That, that was a fun time. Yeah. I yeah. Was you there. were there. That yeah. was a great time. Yeah. And it was just what it was like. These guys just kept coming around. I'm like, I, I just, I just sell stuff, dude. I don't know. I don't know anything. You know, I'm just, I'm still learning <laughs> what this is all about. I haven't even made my first batch of mead. Which we're going to, uh, nice. you know, that's the thing. Like I'm really trying to push uh, innovation and uh, education. So we're going to be going and visiting the apiaries and we're going to be visiting like the orchards and stuff where we get a lot of our stuff as we go. And we're just going to be like driving the force as we hire people on. They're all going to go through this experience and we're going to learn everything that these guys have been doing for years now that's behind so cool. closed doors. So that is so cool. You guys are innovating a business. Sure. Yeah, innovating an entire brand se- or an entire segment. Yeah, and, and Brad's actually right now writing legislature. He's actually writing laws to try to help the craft beverage uh, movement, you know, to actually make this happen. So. That's cool. Nice. Good job, Brad. Good job. Thank you, Brad. Well, listen, I got a, I got some clap. music for you guys. Do it. Prove it. We got some music for you guys. Listen. Okay, and then we're going to come back and ask. We're going to talk some more to Mark Udichel. If you guys ever want to find out what's happening on the state of beer, you can check us out on Twitter. Um, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and also on the littleraleighradio.org website. You can't find it. Ask Jeeves. You can't, it's right. Always, always go back to the well and ask for our old friend Jeeves. Mm. Oliver just earned us half a penny for that plug. <laughs> go Jeeves. It's your birthday. You owe him well, half a penny now. In honor of Mark's visit and uh, the work that Bee Nectar is doing, I have a mead theme song for you. Right. I, was, I did not think you were going to find that. The well has not gone dry, wow. my friend. This comes to you uh, from our friends at uh, the band called Ailstorm. Of course. Which yeah. you guys might recognize it from the... From? Yeah, I know. Duh. <laughs> uh, this song is called Wenches and Mead. Mm, How do you guys feel about that? Let's do it. I All like, right. I like the winches. That little ditty was by a band Jack called Diane. Ooh, oopsie. It was by a band called Ailstorm. And that was a song called Wenches and Mead. And we are back here talking to our friend Mark Hudichel from Bee Nectar Meadery. And we also have a special guest host oh. today. His name is Oliver. He's not that special. Well, he's, he's, he's pretty Whoa. special. Oh. <laughs> My, this will be my last appearance. Oh, come on. Um, Don't be like that. I've kidding. always thought you were special. I'm a glutton for punishment. I've been so. strong you since DC. <laughs> been, oh, you, you keep running. There's some There's some. Oh. Oh, Do you know what that sound means? Is it, is it game time? Oh, no. no. It's, it's, it's been a while. News. Game time. <laughs> game time. It's time to drop a line. Of the show we call game time. Time to dance on a line. It's a segment <laughs> of the show time. we like to call beer in the news, and this is where we bring you everything that's fit to print in relation to beer, directly to you, the listener, who's probably listening, <laughs> and to my mom who's listening out there laughing. Hi, mom. Hey, mom. Uh, I got some news for you guys. Let's hear it. You want to hear about it? Kinda. This is good news. This is for the first time in three years. The United States has usurped Germany. As the number one producer of hops. That's crazy. Right. Shout out Yakima Valley. Woo-woo. And Will Amit. And Will Amit. Will Amit. Yes, that's true. So, for actually, so this is actually the third time in the last 10 years that um, 
the United States has outproduced Germany. A couple things that contributed to that, that the United States in the Pacific Northwest has had a great season for growing. Mm-hmm. Also in Europe had a little bit of a drought. Um, but let's see, another year's U.S. top Germany in production would be 2013 and 2009. Otherwise, Germany has been in the lead since 2006. Europe always produces about half the world's hops uh, after Europe and the U.S. China is another main producer, ranging... Interesting. Yeah, isn't it crazy? Between 6 and 16% of hop production... I thought it would have been... Per year. Like Australia, New Zealand. It would have yeah. made sense, right? Yeah. It's crazy what they're doing in China, just agricultural-wise. They figured everything. They figured wow. It, wow, they figured it out. Um, <laughs> so let's see. Let's see. They have... They're growing, uh, and they're actually expanding on the kinds of hops that they're growing out there in the Pacific Northwest. So we're pretty excited about that. Shout out Willamette and uh, Yakima Valley, my two go. favorite valleys. <laughs> Hop Union. Hop Union. Those guys are rad. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so that information came to us from the uh, Growers or Hop Growers of America. Uh, also, they included some other information. Let's see. Uh, Michigan leads with 320 acres. Woo! In the outside of the wow. Pacific Northwest. Interesting. Um, and New York State, big ups to the Empire State, 250 acres that are planted. Wisconsin has 170, Colorado 125, and California with a measly 85 acres. Get it together, California. Yeah, come on, California. Jeez. They're always so lazy. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I needed some KFC waves, bro. <laughs> Maybe some hops, life, but all yeah. the hops can win. Uh, salt life. What do you got some news? Sucks. I do. All right. Uh, if you <laughs> watch, if you watch the Super Bowl, which I think most of us did, yeah. mm. too soon. No, nobody here watched the Super Bowl. <laughs> I listened yes. to it. I skateboarded and kind of watched the background. Well, at the end, Peyton Manning had a few things to say. The stupidest things to out say. Of, out of nowhere, he's giving his victory speech, <laughs> and not once but twice he mentioned that he's going to drink a bunch of Budweiser. What a yeah. weird thing to say. He might own stocks. I don't Ka-ching. know. Well, I was thinking, I was like, man, it, I don't really care about football, but it's cool. He's a great player. He's going to go out on top. And But now he's going to look back and look at these speeches and say, what, you know, did I really need that extra money, you know, from, from that Budweiser? Uh, he's already got all there. that. Right. John Turns money. out Budweiser and did not pay him to say that. No, wow. They, what? No, they did not. Well, I mean, you know, he kind of seems like the guy that would. You know, throw back some Budweisers. N- yeah. That's not negative. It just You've heard like his something. voice, right? Yeah. The way you said it sounded sort of negative. <laughs> it, it sounded just like saying. a straight-up commercial. Man, I'll tell you what, I'll lock me some Budweiser uh-huh. now. <laughs> well, yeah. another thing is, you know, he, he's coming from Denver, which is such a craftier mecca. So it's a little, a little suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, good for him. Well, it turns out he owns part of a couple distributors uh, in Tennessee uh, that push Budweiser. So uh, there's yeah. some sort of connection. It's not a, you know, not direct. There's some light shit on the subject. Yeah. But the, uh, the Colorado craft brewers, uh, association, I guess, sent him some craft Colorado craft beer. Left hand was big in that, right? Yeah. And who knows? He probably doesn't care, but yeah, pretty good that they got some good beer in front of him at least. Right. And there you go. Turning your empty cans or bottles in left hand would give you a pint or something. I think was going on. <laughs> right. That's crazy. They're good people. They have left hands and I'm left handed. So there you go. It's awesome. <laughs> We're in the right minds, by the way. <laughs> I don't know about you, Oliver. We're getting right. That getting right. Just fine. <laughs> so I have some inform- I have some more news for you guys. Um, this is actually good news, I think. Uh, Budweiser has uh, announced that they are 31% down as far as total business this year, uh, whereas Sam Adams is up about 46%. Wow. Very which cool. is pretty interesting to me because 
it could be I guess it's a good thing. Overall, it's a good thing because Budweiser less consumption even though they have they've gobbled up 19 breweries in 2015. And they're not going to stop. Gobble gobble gobbles and they are not stopping. So they and 19 breweries which accounts for about 13 billion dollars worth of sales Jeez. or purchases, which is insane. Those numbers yeah. are just unattainable by anybody else pretty much. Budweiser is the only one who could be doing that. The good thing is um, Sam Adams is up 46%. Would not um, have expected that. I, I couldn't believe it either. A lot of the, the, the other products that Sam Adams puts out. A tribute to that? Yeah. Possibly. Like some of the Mike's Hard Lemonade, things like that. But I like to think that, you know, if Sam Adams is out there having the conversation with people, oh, yeah. getting gaining some trust, bringing people around to craft beer, then we're winning. That's you know, amen. Sierra Nevada uh, celebrated a 45% uh, change, 45% increase in sales in two, between 2008 and 2014. Go Sierra Nevada. Sam Adams for uh, 46%. And. Let's see. Uh, new Belgium's Fat Tire Ambriel was up 95%. Wow. Weird. In which that, is pretty crazy. In that time span. It's probably in North Carolina, those right? Eight years. Yeah. Or, sorry, six years. It's a lot of expansion, too. For a lot of expansion, those, yeah. new markets, things like that. But also, people are consuming their beer, which, you know, when people consume a new beer, mm-hmm. craft beer is winning. Exactly. You know, as long so. as the beer is good and people get excited about it, people can tell you why this beer is great, then we're all going to win. More well, people come out and try more beer. I mean, those three breweries, you know, everyone owes them a debt of gratitude oh, for, for getting sure. it out in front of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, Amen. yeah, good people. I'm excited <laughs> to see what happens for 2016. Oh, my God. I mean, see, the more people drinking Needs. craft beer, more people getting into meats, mm-hmm. more people expecting a little bit more from that whatever's in that glass. Higher. Oliver, you got any news? Mm. Uh, yeah, I was actually reading today, um, yes. which I think would be very cool. Yeah, I was reading. Yes, he read uh, today. It was on the internet, so <laughs> it, was some, it was a video. Sorry. Newser. It was um, actually just all read to him out loud. Uh, <laughs> he was overhearing someone reading an article. He yeah. called this Cameron Village storyline? All right. Can okay. I, can I all right. My, sorry, go ahead. Let's hear your news. news. Let's hear your news. Let's hear your news. I'm going to let you finish. Yeah. I'm going to so, let you finish. Um, if anyone's ever been to Slovenia, which I don't think too many Slovenia? have. Slovenia? Slovenia. Whatever. I did, I did, I did an internship there. Slovenia, oh, very cool. Slovenia, whatever. <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. Um, there is a little town that is uh, governmentally funding a permanent beer fountain. So there's going to be a fountain oh, yes. of nonstop flowing beer. The fountain of youth. And it's a yeah. town of 5,000 people where people can come pay seven euros and they get unlimited beer within this little state park from a fountain that's just going to be flowing. Well, be the little boy beer. peeing. The little I don't boy know. I, I don't think that's a good idea. Did you hear that noise? That was Woody running out the door. Buying <laughs> so a trip to Slovenia. Slovenia air. <laughs> there you go. So, but I think that would be really cool. I mean, you know, from the little time I spent in Europe, this kind of the culture that they have with beer gardens and everything, I just love so much. So it'd be cool to have a consistently thing going. I don't know about the carbonation yeah. levels, but they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Science, yeah. man. They're smart. Science. Well, listen, we got Mark in the studio. Let's get to know him a little bit better while he's here. Uh-oh. Yeah. We should. Speaking of, what are we sipping on here, Mark? All right. So uh, right now we have a little special treat. It comes out around Halloween time. Let's hear it. It's called the Devil's Juice. Mm. What's really nice about the 2015 Devil's Juice is that uh, our own uh, production manager, William, actually went home and smoked 51 pineapples that we picked up what? in his home smoker. Okay. So it's uh, pineapple mead. And uh, we smoked the pineapples and mm-hmm. put that in this wonderful mead, and then we finished it out with serrano, ghost peppers, and jalapenos. Mm-hmm. So we, we, you know, uh, the tagline is actually honey pineapple wine with smoked pineapple and chili peppers added. Uh, comes in around with uh, 
15 uh, and a half percent alcohol. Oh, wow. But what's really nice to this, uh, you know, I'm really into food and everybody in our company is like really into food. I don't like to say foodies that much because it's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but we all appreciate food and all of our meads and ciders actually are wrapped around culinary experiences. So uh, this one to me tastes a lot like a Hawaiian pizza with a little bit of spices added to it, you know, a little heat. Mm-hmm. Um, it comes out real balanced, you know. Um, Imagined uh, just trying to keep things really well balanced, just like uh, when you're when you're finishing a record or whatever, you're mm-hmm. mastering it. You don't want a bunch of highs or lows. You want it all across the board. So right. this one, like another one we do, cherry chipotle, it kind of reminds me of the same balance across it. Uh, but you know, funny enough, uh, you know, you always have haters. They're going to talk. You know, oh, it's not hot enough, man. Haters going to hate. You you didn't you it's didn't true. burn my mouth mm-hmm. enough, right. man. I didn't have the ring of fire. You know, it wasn't right. good. So uh, you know, Brad one upped it, and once I told you, you know, Brad's kind of like that guy that has to take it to the the max. It has to be perfect. So we made a batch with uh, Carolina Reapers. Whoa, hottest pepper known to man, kind of pretty sure. That's so uh, he made a five gallon batch that mm-hmm. we released. Uh, we bottled in these same three seventy fives with a cork. Uh, <laughs> He added three uh, Carolina Reaper peppers to it, and basically he tested this out until the last guy in our meadery could not stand the heat, and then it was ready. So what we did is uh, <laughs> Halloween night, we had a big party. We brought mm-hmm. everybody in, costume contest, and uh, every time you bought a bottle of the regular uh, Devil's Juice, you got a ticket to win the bottle of the Carolina Reaper. So it was actually called Don't Fear the Carolina Reaper. Okay. Devil's Juice with even more cowbell. Wow. Was on the label. Wow. So okay. uh, it was a throw throwback to North Carolina as well. You know, <laughs> that's, that's uh, Brad, awesome. Brad's dad actually has a place up in the mountains in Asheville. Oh, area. cool. Nice. So, you know, he's a little bit of Carolina in him as well. So that's that's a good little throwback. Uh, you know, so that one, uh, I had one of those a couple weeks ago with a friend of mine from a good account in Flint, Michigan. Uh, it, it wasn't the water. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> we, we tried it and, it, and it, I couldn't even drink mm. through an ounce of it. It just like it burned me down. I was, wow. I almost wanted to give it to the dog, but I thought that would be a bad idea. Oh, <laughs> that would be terrible. I would never do that to a dog. But, you know, the dog kept looking at me like, hey, give me this damn mead. And I was like, I just can't think I can do that to you. The state of beer does not condone giving spicy mead to any dogs. <laughs> Hashtag, Hashtag don't give yeah. hot mead to dogs. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so uh, there's that. So, yeah, the, the, the devil's juice to me is uh, it's a pretty cool thing. We do a bunch of these little limiteds throughout the year, mm-hmm. and you'll catch it. You can check it on, uh, you know, bnectar.com. Uh, we are also have an inter- we have the internets, the interwebs. Nice. You know, we do all that. So we have a Twitter account, an Instagram account, and a Facebook page. It's kind of cool. Check That's it solid. out. So what else do you want to know? Hmm? I bet G's can direct you there. <laughs> I'm wondering too, about uh, hashtag jokes. dragons are real. Oh, speaking about hashtag dragons are real, we just bottled that the last couple of days. Our, our dudes were in the, the meadery working real hard to get that ready for us. Uh, we're actually doing a big event on March 5th at our meadery at 1511 Jarvis Street up in uh, Ferndale, Michigan, at ni- off a of nine-mile area. Um, so if you can get out there, we're having a hashtag Dragons Are Real day. We're going to have a bunch of... Uh, it's better when you say hashtag. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag. It's way better. Dragons Are Real, because that's what it's called, is hey. hashtag Dragons Are Real. Um, so you come out for that. Uh, we'll be releasing it there. Uh, we're only making 400 cases of this. So wow. basically what this is, it's our uh, Cherry Chipotle, which is uh, rated like 99 points on rate beer. It's delicious. Uh, and then we add a little bit of chilies to that, little chili peppers. Uh, and then we uh, add in some cocoa nibs. And then it's actually aged for a substantial amount of time until it's ready in uh, New Holland's Dragon Milk Barrels. What? Oh, very so, cool. Yeah. We just, uh, I just got a chance to try the sample port a couple of weeks ago. Actually, the guys were uh, adamant about coming to see me every few weeks with uh, little tiny samples from there saying, hey, this is in this segment. You know, we got to this point. This is where it's at. Try this. And I'm like, ah. Oh. 
because I get goosebumps every time I try it. It just kept getting better and better, and the finished product was just, I don't know. I don't think anything else has been that good in my mouth ever. Even air is trumped by this. Man, and I don't, that's awesome. It's not Donald Trump. Don't even think about that. <laughs> Wait. Uh, that's I, I, was, I was definitely trumped by the, the, the flavors that, that came about. It's just everything that you would think about um, being so tasty ever, and that, that's that. So how many bottles were produced? We're only going to do 400 cases. 400 so, cases. And when we okay. say cases, we're doing 375s. So there's only 12 bottles. Okay. So we're on a 12 ounces wow. a bottle. And then, a uh, so super, super limited. It's it's blended through many, many barrels that we have there mm-hmm. to make sure we get the pro, you know get it right. And uh, I'll tell you, it's right. It's uh, it's ready to go. Cool. So I'm hoping I can get a few cases in North Carolina. That would be great. Uh, we can get it down there. It'll definitely be a state of beer. Yes. <laughs> I like that. Hold on. Crowd's in. <laughs> oh, state of beer. Studio audience is in. They're, they're back awake. Yeah, I'm them. Yeah, they were kind of sleeping. They came back. Yeah. They heard rare beer and they, they, they perked up. <laughs> yeah, so that one's a, that one's delicious. So make sure you keep an mm-hmm. eye out for that one. Uh, you can check it out on our website, uh, bnectar.com. It has all the descriptions there. You can see like the little sales pitch and stuff. So uh, you'll dig it. That's great. What else? Well, Sort of changing gears a little bit, you know, in your in your previous life in the craft beer world, you got to see sort of some some takeovers and some purchases and things. How where do you where do you see things going in the future? From you know, you have a different vantage point than any of us do with that experience. And do you see me getting involved in in that at all? Or? Well, you know, I can't speak for a lot of other meteries. What I can't speak as for as our our company. You know, B Nectar, Brad, Carrie, and Paul are not about the flashy lifestyle. Uh, they actually started the company on around thirteen to seventeen thousand dollars wow. of their own money. Uh, they didn't go to investors. There's still no investors to this day. Um, so every everything we do, we have a guy in house. His name's Nick. He's our uh, like financial advisor. Um, he's a spreadsheet wizard. I watched a guy build a spreadsheet that made my eyes like go cross-eyed in like four minutes. Uh, he's something else. So these guys position every single purchase that they make. And even even the purchases I make personally, like we we watch everything like with with the like the eyes, you know, the eyes mm-hmm. of, the, of the tiger, <laughs> and uh, you know, so you know, we're making sure we don't ever get purchased. We don't want to be purchased. That's not in our our thing. Right. Money's not an option. We're more about you know making sure that we feed the people that are in our company, making sure we can all prosper and grow together as a family. Um, you know, we're very very. Uh, we're together. We're close knit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, buying out for us, just not an option. I mean, and we've talked yeah. about it several times since, obviously, since I went through it firsthand. Um, it was heartbreaking. You know, you help build a company f- for five years and you give it everything you got. You work, uh, you know, like 85% of my life, I lived on the road. And uh, when, it, when it went down, it just blew my mind. I got that phone call. Hey, guys, we're going to have a conference call. I'm like, we've never had a conference call ever in five years. What does this mean? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, just to get that phone call was just like my whole world crumbled and uh, I never do anything without like putting my haul into it. You know, if I don't, I don't do things unless I believe in it. That's kind of like my, the way I was up brought or upbringing, I guess you'd say. Uh, so uh, for me, it was, it was, it was horrible. And every time I see it happen again and again, I, I know the talks are going through. I, I, I already, I know what's going on in the rooms when these guys walk in and they give them the pitch. They, you're going to be fine forever. We'll be drinking beer together in 30 years. It's not true. Don't believe the hype. Flavor Flav said it best. It's true. <laughs> yeah, boy. He is pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's, so there's that. He does. So, mm-hmm. You know, just uh, 
everybody's in business for different reasons, but nobody builds an app to not be bought by Apple or the Google, the Google store or whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of like a way I was taught by a few different people. There are different outlooks on things is that, you know, you start a business in your garage. One day you want to be able to cash in and move on. And, and most anything, you take care of your people, you take care of your family. Everybody has different outlooks on life and business and relationships. And uh, some people are a little more personable than others. Some people just are all about the cash. That's true. So, uh, you know, I, I can't really judge people for what they do. Mm -hmm. But I, uh, I, I'd i rather be involved in a, a family of people that are actually all about the real deal, Holyfield. It's about you, me, and anybody else in the room that's mm -hmm. coming together on this trip. Mm -hmm. And we're going to go to the next level. So, right. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. That's great to hear because we love your guys' products and we, I, we love the, like the personal interaction that we, you know, we feel like if I, we had a question and emailed Brad, he would answer. If we had a question, you'd email and answer. Like we, we've always felt like you guys are such a cool company because, you know, for all those reasons that you care about what you're doing, you're, you're actually leading the charge, teaching people about Mead mm -hmm. and teaching people about, you know, a, a family business can work long term. It's very true. Have you guys, have you guys thought about any second generation of Mazers? Brad, are they having any kids running around the interns? <laughs> yeah, man. You know, we got little Asher and little okay. Chase. Uh, okay. those, those little boys are wild, man. We actually got them skating now. We built a half pipe in our in our warehouse, uh, and uh, we actually got little Asher. He's five. Mm -hmm. Just a little bitty guy, mm -hmm. and he's actually pumping up the transitions now and nice. doing stuff. They have no idea they have the, the coolest dad in the world. They don't know. Yeah. All they know is that they want pizza, and they want it now. Dude, I'm the same way. Damn, that's true. <laughs> I mean, trophy, <laughs> trophy pizza is some of the best pizza I've ever had. I agree. Just saying. Agree. But uh, yeah, I mean, these kids are, uh, they love pizza. They love, uh, you know, uh, hot dog pizza that Carrie makes for them all the time. What? Brad's wife, Carrie. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, she makes some really funny stuff for the boys. But um, yeah, we're hoping that these kids get in involved. You In know, we want to keep it going. And, uh, you know, Brad is actually, uh, he's kind of transitioned from like the guy that opened all the territories up mm -hmm. as the, like kind of the sales guy and running around areas and doing all everything for the company. He's transitioned more into the CEO, uh, the president role. Mm -hmm. He's also in the American Mead Makers Association as well, doing a lot of legislation and law writings. Um, so he's busy doing that stuff, and that's mm -hmm. where I kind of came in to uh, alleviate a lot of that from him. So by me going out there and traveling all the time and, and tasting people and getting things done, he can kind of do what he wants to do. But that's right. at the end of the day, Help grow the industry. all he ever talks about is, I just want to go back and brew again. I want to make beer. I want to make mead. And that's all I want. I, I just want to be able to, to finally do this. And he's like, I created a monster. And <laughs> what? A, what? A, how do I step away from this? You know. And the, the answer is people mm -hmm. we we have this this simple outlook that we that we found from this awesome book from good to great mm -hmm. and uh, it's all about finding the right people you want to do business with you get them on the bus mm -hmm. you find out what their skill sets are and then you put them in the right seats so if they don't belong on the bus you get them off the bus right. but if they're on the bus they're with you you're going to do what you can to do with them you know that's that's what i've learned ever since i came on with him and uh we're getting the right people on the bus right now. That's cool. Uh, we're looking to expand. Um, I'm looking for a person right now in Grand Rapids, Michigan, to kind of come on and take that area over so I can kind of step away yeah. and move south and mm -hmm. get warm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what, what is your territory right now? What's the footprint? Oh, man. So right now it's 22 states. Oh, my God. Uh, we actually sell to Europe. Our what? exporters, McKellar. I don't know if you've heard of McKellar or Mickle. Mm -mm. <laughs> so Mickle's involved <laughs> in that. They'll get there one day. Uh, and then uh, Evil Twin, actually, Yepa came through the other day and, cool. uh, and hung out with us for a little bit and got to learn that 
mead's not made in a brew kettle. Yeah. Uh, he liked to try Dragons Are Real, and it was like, wow. And we went to a cool event with him that night, and then uh, he actually hung out with Brad and I and Carrie pretty much the whole entire time, and you know, we agreed we wanted to do a collaboration soon, too. So, cool. yeah, man, really that's... Awesome. Uh, it's it's a it's a unique opportunity to work in uh, in a in a ground level with a really cool company, making incredible incredible liquids. Uh, whether we do mead, cider, or craft beer, which we're doing in a one barrel system right now. Whoa! Paul's making some pretty awesome beer, and my I, I consider this after working in the the beer industry for quite some time. You know. I'm pretty open-minded, and I, I'm not I'm not a person that can be easily swayed because I've worked for a company. Right. If it's not what I like, I'll tell you. Because right. what good do I do if I tell Paul that, hey, man, I love that beer. And I'm like, yeah, he could probably have done this or that to it. Right. It doesn't do us any justice. So, I mean, he's, a guy that's, he's so hard on himself. He really is. He's like, ah, I really hate this. I hate that. And I could have done better. And I'm like, dude, I've never had anything better than this. So what yeah. the hell are you doing? <laughs> But yeah, you do it okay. Yeah, we're doing some cool stuff. So in our tap room, we do our craft beer only there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be in the Michigan Brewers Guild Fest uh, at 26th, 27th, I think, this month in cool. Grand Rapids. Okay. And we'll have, I think we're doing six taps. I think we're having five different beers on tap and then one rotating mead and cider tap. So outside of that, we don't bring it outside of our tap room right now. Wow. I mean, one barrel batches is pretty yeah, small. Yeah, it's pretty small. Yeah. But uh, it's innovative. He's doing a lot of cool stuff. If you guys look at our website, once again, com. You can go on there and actually show us what we have on tap all the time. Cool. So uh, there's that. Well, that's awesome. What else you got? Well, uh, we're almost out of time. What do oh, you want to? What do you want to give a quick rundown of the beer calendar? Things that are happening yeah. in the near future. Yeah, a couple of great events coming up this Let's weekend. Uh, Appalachian Mountain Brewery. What? Their third anniversary. Oh, oh. nice. That'll be what? a fun one over there at the brewery. Okay. Uh, the Busy Bees having their Valentine's Hop Slam brunch. That's awesome. Hop Slams all over the. It's city delicious. Right now. Mm-hmm. I got I to drink that at Bell's this year. Never heard of it. <laughs> what? <laughs> our, our friends at Bell's are pulling their hair out, but the beer is delicious. That's right. They'll, they'll it's get It's hitting it. the spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 5th, Raleigh Brewing's having their third anniversary. Check that out. Good for the nice. Congrats, guys. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that same day, March 5th, Brawley's Black and Blue will be going on in Charlotte. That's Great festival. Oh, festival. Very fun. Brawley's a cool, cool Great shop. Really I'll be cool. seeing him tomorrow, actually. There'll be some really good breweries there. Oh, There'll be live music at that that event that'd be great for sure Mm -hmm. um then april april's nc beer month you guys know that right yes i thought that was every month that's that's a georgia breweries bitterness there it is (laughs) and then uh, i can't wait last but not least april 23rd we've got brugaloo there's one thing we're missing from the calendar naked beer fest where is that in in pennsylvania Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. i got asked to do that one year did not do it did not do it. <laughs> he would have made it out alive. In the Poconos. It's coming up, guys. Put look, Be looking for it on Jeeves. <laughs> Jeeves.com. Well, thank you very much for listening to the show. Mark, thank you very much for being on the show, putting up with us and the technical difficulties. We had to, we, we, you persevered. We appreciate that. Hey, it all, it all, it's all good in the hood, you know? We appreciate it. And thanks for being on the show. And thanks for uh, doing what you do and getting us these awesome meads and yes. telling us about it. Boom. Much appreciate it. And thanks to Oliver for being on the show today. And, uh, Welcome. <laughs> we love <laughs> yeah. Oliver. You're welcome. It's You're super on. fun. Grown. Grown. Uh, coming up next, we have our friend Keith Ward doing intro. Stick around. Stick around. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank Cheers. you.